wanted to ask you a question about that, that also my partner Omar Barada is interested in uh, about how you came into politics and connected with that, what it is to be representing your beliefs and then to stretch that out and be representing other people. So that, that, that leap from, you know, being a, an, an individual to being connected to these communities in a way that you would speak for them and act for them. So I'm just interested in that process. Uh, I love that question. Um, thank you to you. Thank you to Omar. It's funny, you know, they say all politics is local and you could even extend that to saying all politics is local to the self. I came through politics through personal struggles. So I'm queer, like I'm super queer. And um, my first like hardcore political action was fighting for same-sex marriage in New York around, what was it, what was 2007, 2008, like 12, 13 years ago. Um, fighting for that, I, I, you know, I studied uh, acting in, in college and, you know, making some spoken word um, over a same-sex marriage. And it came up uh, in a vote for the New York State Senate in 2009. And... I started organizing my friends from high schools. I like looked up all of their addresses from our uh, our directory from high school and um, started like looking up where who their state senator was. And I started reaching out to them all over Facebook Messenger and saying, and giving them a script and saying, "Hey, we got this vote coming up for same-sex marriage. It would mean so much to me if you could get your state senator on board. Here's what you would say. Um, leave a voice message if you can. You don't even need to like convince them. Here, just just read the script, and I got it, I got you covered." And um, you know, I didn't even know what the phrase whipping votes meant or any of that. I kind of just was doing it because I believed in fighting for same-sex marriage. And um, I felt really inspired to be able to try and make a difference like that. And unfortunately, we lost that vote in 2009. The uh, the same-sex marriage did not pass the uh, the New York State Senate. But we voted again in 2011, and I was, I was doing it again. And this time I, I got involved with the human rights campaign, and I was making phone calls with them and, and fighting um, because I really wanted to feel not like a second class citizen. I wanted to feel like I was equal to others and, you know, other people could marry the per person they love. Why couldn't I? Um, so we're hopping on the phone banks in 2011 and I was getting all my friends to volunteer and, 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 and make sure we could do this. And we won. And it felt really great to win a victory that made me feel like a whole citizen uh, that made me feel equal to others. It felt really, really nice. Um, and a few years later, you know, I started getting involved in the uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, again, being made to feel like a second class citizen. This this fear that at any moment I could become the next hashtag, it, you know, on Twitter, you would see trending hashtag Jabari Brisport, you know, say his name because so many of these men that were getting shot by police, they looked like me, you know, and it, it could be me. Um, I remember marching and formed a group with friends called Artists for Change. And we did a lot of like, you know, street demonstrations. Um, Sometimes we would just lie down and make uh, chalk outlines of ourselves and write the name of somebody who had fallen just to spread awareness about them. Um, we did a walk through various historical black churches in Harlem, just singing uh, songs from the civil rights movement, just to raise awareness. And um, in 2016, with uh, Bernie Sanders, I started looking more into democratic socialism. And I started seeing how like so many of our struggles were interconnected. And that's what ties into my campaign. It's like, you know, I started seeing capitalism as this overarching force that kind of fans the flames of, of racism and sexism and nationalism. And 
um, I started looking into to socialism and, and democratic socialism. And I'm actually running as a, as a full-time socialist now because, you know, I believe that once you start fighting for your own liberation, you start to see how other people are in chains too. And you want to fight for them as well. And it's because of my own personal uh, struggles. I really feel like I'm fighting for, you know, the values of my community. That's amazing. And I guess in this process, you've learned to keep trying, even if you don't get it, you know, the first time that you, you just keep applying yourself and being connected and uh, engaged. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to ask you a little bit about your background in theater and how that connects uh, for you personally. I don't know if you have an anecdote or, or something about your theatrical experience that connects to uh, your political work. Yeah, we had my friends and I in undergrad made a group called the Glass Theater Company, and it was centered around gentrification. You know, we were NYU students, and when we found out how bad NYU was at buying up property throughout lower Manhattan and, you know, pushing our residents, we started organizing and we collaborated with a local community board to push back against local rezoning where we did um, street performance in Tompkins Square Park and, you know, had free food from local uh, small business owners um, and got people to sign, a bunch of people from the community to sign up a petition to push back against a rezoning. And it's funny, that was my my first time involved in you know getting involved with the community board in, in college and it was very uh it's very nice to know you could um rally people to fight against something in their own backyard and then lo and behold 10 years later um i'm in the democratic socialist of america and one of the main reasons i joined was because the first night i went there somebody said i want to organize people against something called the bedford union armory and the bedford union armory is an armory in an old armory in Crown Heights on, uh, it's on Bedford Avenue in, in Union. Um, and it's defunct now, it's empty. And what the city wanted to do, or is in the process of doing, was uh, converting it into a recreation space, which people in the community wanted, but uh, subsidizing the recreation space with um, a lot of luxury housing and condos. And this is in the middle of Crown Heights, a neighborhood that was seeing literally thousands of evictions a year, um, just hemorrhaging uh, the community that, that was there previously. And somebody spoke up at this DSA meeting and said, we got to rally against this and fight back against this. The local councilwoman is not doing anything. She's in the pocket of, of real estate. And I thought, wow, here are a bunch of organizers who are fighting against something in their own backyard. I got to get down with that. Um, it's funny. And, you know, we, that was a central, a central thing of my, my 2017 campaign was fighting against that, that, that really nasty um, development deal. And I actually got arrested uh, uh, protesting it. Um, we were rallying against it. The, the cops said, get out of the street. We didn't get out of the street. So, you know, they handcuffed us and took us to the precinct. And when I talk about our struggles being interconnected, uh, what's funny is even while we were being detained in the precinct, the cops were asking, so what were you protesting again? Like, why were you there? And we told them about the Bedford Union Armory and how much of a shit deal it was. And, you know, what? they were kind of on our side, too. They were like, you know, we, we had to, you know, take you in for, for obstructing the traffic. But, like, yeah, we know we agree, you know. The housing, it's all about the money, it's all about the profit, it's all about the business, all that. And, you know, and we hope you win. Um, on our way out, after we were, we were done being detained on our way out, they said, we hope you win. Um, and that was an interesting form of solidarity because I didn't expect cops to, <laughs> to say we hope you win to us for anything. But um, there they were there, um, with us because they understood too um, what's, what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> 